You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, defrosting in this era on the 20... Oh, no, it's not the 22nd, it's the 2nd of August, 2020, which you had him and Eve in. It was about a Victorian adventuress. She solved crime. She was a hero. She was... Well, quite clearly, she was wish fulfilment. Hello, you. Thanks for dropping by. I'm Nick Briggs. And I'm Benji Clifford. And have we got a packed podcast for you today? Oh, it's bursting at the seams with audio goodness. That was a bursting noise, listeners. Uh, Defrosted from 1966, the much-loved action-packed series. What's uh, about that? About a crime-fighting hero. I was going to say crime-finding hero. I found a crime. I'm not going to fight it. I've just found it. There we go. Uh, A crime-fighting hero from the Victorian era, rematerialising in swinging London. It's back as we present the second volume of our audio reinvention of Adam Adamant Lives. We go behind the scenes and tease you with the first 15 minutes of the second box set face off <clears throat> and i'm quite exhausted after shouting that and if you know adam adamant lives you'll know that any mention of the word face has a special significance mm. well we will of course be serving up all our regular features listeners emails sent to oh, yes. podcast at bigfinish.com yes, yes, yeah, yes. the randomoid in which we'll give yes. you a 25 but 25-minute discount. 25% discount. We'll cut 25 a- <laughs> minutes off it. There we go. You'll never know the end. It's all a mystery. We'll give you 25% discount on a randomly selected big finish release and yes. our review segment. Yes. So coming up right now, uh, featuring our guest reviewer, Dwayne Bunny from the Sirens of Audio podcast. Oh, oh. oh. Welcome, Dwayne. G'day. How are you? Great to be with you. Well, it's lovely to have you. A pleasure to have you here. Yeah, you're on a road trip round Australia. I am on a road trip. I, I got bored with my life in Tasmania, so I decided to steal a rackety old caravan and go exploring the country. So that's that's where I am. I'm at the at the other end of the country now, about as far away as I can get from Tasmania in Darwin. Wow. God, it just blows my mind. I don't know why. I, you know, I'm interested in someone who travels in space and time. Why I'm impressed by you being the other side of a country, the other side of just one small planet. I, what's the matter with me? <laughs> now, Dwayne, we'll be asking you to, uh, since you've reviewed a lot of Big Finish, we'll be um, putting our head in the lion's mouth and um, asking you to talk about not only the one we're talking about this week, which you may not have heard, I don't know, um, and other things, big finish. Yes, well, um, this week we'll be looking at Doctor Who short trips Dead Woman Walking by Roland Moore and featuring Sophie Aldred. Here, ladies, gentlemen, people of the jury, is the trailer. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who short trips Dead Woman Walking. The Doctor reassured her that it was a world of art and culture. That sounds all right for a bit of a breather. Asa considered. Unfortunately, it is in the grip of a rather nasty civil war. In the crater, Ace was lying limply in the doctor's arms. The back of her neck felt wet, and at first the doctor assumed it was moisture from the exposed soil in the crater. The blast had ripped deep into the water table of the planet, and the hole was slowly filling with water. But as he took his hand away, he realised in horror that it wasn't water on the back of Ace's neck. But when she reached the door of the TARDIS, she looked behind her 
and was surprised to see that the doctor hadn't attempted to move. He was looking at her, a deep sadness in his eyes. The doctor told them that if Ace dies, then their planet will die. Big Finish. We love stories. And if you want to get your hands on this one, go to bigfinish.com and type dead woman walking into the search pane at the top. Uh, the search pane is that so little thing. With a round, rough, yeah, rough here. Yeah, base. Work, work base. But that's it. Um, and I, you could type dead woman, but I think that's quite a, an unpleasant thing to type <laughs> into the search you, you pane. You want them snooping on you typing that one in. <laughs> yeah, and, or, de- <laughs> or dead. You could just type dead. Don't type woman. Right. Um... Uh, Dwayne, have you heard this one? I haven't, no, I haven't as yet, but I can. it sounds great, the, the trailer, and anything with Roland Moore's name attached to it uh, is definitely well worth a listen, I can guarantee that. Is it, did he pay you to say that? <laughs> no, you did. In fact, he's in the caravan right now! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, well, let's, listen, I'll, I'll read out the first review of this one and then we'll talk some more to you. Um, that's a promise, not a threat. Uh, first up, uh, blogtohu.com says Dead Woman Walking is an ideal distraction during lockdown. Sophie Aldred is tremendous as usual. I second that. Uh, breathing wonderful energy into the words on the page. Roland Moore has come up with an inventive setup which plays on the themes of faith and trust, so influential in the Seventh Doctor and Ace's collective journey. For anyone else like this listener who adores the Seventh Doctor and Ace, then Dead Woman Walking is well worth exploring! There we go. Well, Dwayne, what have you been listening to lately? Is there anything that you want to give us some controversial views on? Or is well, it all good? I'll, I'll <laughs> give you a personal controversial view from a few years back oh. when oh. I listened to Torchwood, Aliens Among Us. I personally, mm. this is personally, I personally didn't yeah. like it. And I didn't like it so much, <gasps> I stopped listening to Torchwood. That's pretty controversial no. for a big Finnish That's, reviewer. Yeah. Um, but r- particularly with the, the Michael Palin release that came out, and I, I can't repeat the, the title off the top of my head, it's too long. Um, <laughs> I was intrigued by that <laughs> um, and absolutely loved it. So the, I've, the ones I've been listening to uh, lately have been Dinner and a Show and um, particularly Save Our Souls, the, the Queen Victoria episode I thought was absolutely superb. Mm-hmm. And it's got me right back into the monthly range and I'm going back and I'm... Uh, um, digesting all of those um, and kicking myself for letting them go by the wayside. Well, they're there for you to catch up with. I mean, I don't want to be too controversial, but what was it about Aliens Among Us that you, that put you off? I mean, you um, know, obviously I think, uh, different people have I, different views. But. It's been a long time, Nick, so I, I can't really re- remember specifically, but I think there may have been some personal views in there that I personally didn't agree with that um, okay, that really irritated yeah. me so it was it, it was yeah it was it was completely personal um, so it had nothing to do with the quality of it I, I enjoyed the the Torchwood team that was lined up for those series of box sets uh, but it was just the content of the story that's all Okay. That's usually the kind of thing that, that puts people off from time to time, isn't it? Hmm. Well, we'll go back to uh, to Dead Woman Walking right now. 
Uh, coltbox.co.uk says uh, more pitches the characters perfectly and this feels like a dress rehearsal for some of the dilemmas that the Doctor will manoeuvre Ace into facing further down the line. He also provides a neat passing gag which presages this Doctor's eventual fate. Uh, For her part, Sophie Aldred narrates effortlessly, giving us Ace's point of view in the story which runs her character through the... How do you... Is it gamut of emotions? Yes. Yes. Yes, All these words, you see, it's mad. Um, She first comes to terms with her fate and then finds her place as both the perfect peace broker and a figure of hope. Topped off by a terrific Mark Plasto cover, this is another entertaining short trip and well worth a listen. And that's a four and a half stars. Always the half stars. Always the half stars. Nice mention of Mark Plasto there, uh, who's our chief designer, is responsible for the entire look of Big Finish, really. All the covers go through his final... Um, Creative eye. You, yes, through his eye. Ah! Through his eye. Uh, and, and he does a, a brilliant, brilliant job. I want to just ask how we should uh, pronounce... Is it presages or presages? I don't know. Presages. presages. What, do you, what do you think, Dwayne? Uh, presages, I'd say. Presages. presages. Yeah. There you are. I'm, I'm the worst person to, to, to ask all this stuff to. I don't know expanding what words our vocabulary. In other words, I don't know. Oh, you were so convincing. I was yeah. taking you as the authority on pronunciation. He is the Oxford Dictionary. What are your top Big Finish titles of the last year? Well, I have to confess Dwayne. that over the last 12 months, I've been doing a lot of catch-up because I got a little bit behind. So some some box sets that have really stood out to me more recently, uh, probably the, the Diary of River Song Series 6, which I think came out in the second half of last year, which mm-hmm. is 12 months ago, isn't it? Um, which, yeah, yeah that, ca- that counts. Yeah, all the stories were set around... Stories, for, stories from the classic series. So we had an unearthly yeah, yeah. woman. We had a story set around the Web of Fear. Another one set around Carnival yeah. of Monsters. Another one set around the Talons and of Wang Chiang. I absolutely loved that box set. It was... Uh, um, I, I couldn't stop listening to that one because I love all those stories too that they were revolving around and I just loved the way that, uh, that River Song was weaved into those scenarios without actually without actually becoming a part of the story that she's sort of hovering on the outskirts of. And um, a really interesting, uh, particularly the first one, with her interaction with Ian Chesterton, I thought was really, really, really enjoyable to listen to. Um, another one that, uh, yeah. I've, that I've listened to recently uh, is the, the New Adventures of Benice Summerfield, Volume 5, um, which had stories written by all those new writers. And it's oh, yeah, really yeah. interesting to get those different twists on stories because if you're a long-time Big Finish listener, you get to know the style of the writer that you're about to listen to. So um, with these ones, it was completely unknown. You didn't know what you are going to get and everything was a a beautiful, pleasant surprise on those ones. That's interesting, that. I mean, can you um, give us uh, some of your assessments of styles of established Big Finish writers, what you would expect from certain writers? Well, if you That's think putting of, you on the think, spot, isn't it? Well, yeah, you're making me think um, very improv. Um, <laughs> John Dorney, John Dorney's probably one um, that you can always go in with a, with a potentially emotionally heart-wrenching story. Um, you've got Mark Platt, who you can go in expecting a very, very complex story that you're going to have to work hard to understand and maybe listen to a couple of times. 
Um, yeah, it will usually have some talking animals in it as well. Yeah, correct. <laughs> uh, Nick, Nick, you're another one that has you, you, you've got a certain style about you too, um, which you can you can often go into your stories. Um, it's non-linear, I think, is your style that uh, that you use oh. a lot of the time, and you can uh, you can sense that in a lot of your uh, of your writing as well. I think I've only done that a few times. That's interesting that that's the first characteristic it's just all about me shut up nick okay uh, <laughs> benji have you got another review there um i certainly do yes so um we've got another one for uh, dead woman walking this one's on the twitter sphere of all places um this is at uh, hun cruio h-u-n-c-r-w-e-o um, yeah, who knows what, what that is um, Doctor Who Dead Woman Walking is another great short trip from Big Finish that adds to the growing pantheon of 2020 stories about the seventh Doctor and Ace speaking of Ace Ace uh, Sophie Aldred performs it brilliantly it'd be so great true. after go, after going through the, all the agonies of pronouncing that uh, Twitter handle it just said rubbish <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we spent half an hour. So I said, "Yeah, well, it's all right. You know, it's, it's, it's okay." Well, there we go. Oh, is my phone ringing? Who knows? Um, <laughs> Dwayne. Anyway, um, which non-Doctor Who big finish rangers are you most in, is interested in? Because it sounds to me like you 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 listen to a lot of different, not just the kind of main rangey stuff, but you like a lot of the outside of the you know non uh, you know all the big finish offerings really. I do. Well, I've, I've got to say the human frontier to start with, because Nick paid me <laughs> to say that. Um, so, but, but that one was left on <laughs> such a cliffhanger. <laughs> that, was, that was left on such a cliffhanger that uh, I was very keen to get a Series 2. And uh, I'm very happy to, to, to find out that there is going to be a Series 2, to, to at least get beyond yes. that cliffhanger. And then I'm sure you'll stick another cliffhanger on the end of Series 2 as well, <laughs> uh, because that's just your How style, dare you. Nick. <laughs> um, Never finish, yes. Another one I'm very, very excited about, really anticipating, is uh, Callan, because that was one that oh, yeah. I had never seen the TV series before uh, the Big Finish box set came out. I listened to that, loved it, loved uh, the portrayal by, by Ben Miles. And so I went and I went and bought the, um, the DVDs of the old Edward Woodward series and got into those. Wow. So wow, it, it yeah. was it was Big Finish's box wow. set that got me into the old TV series, and um, I was really hoping it's because it's been a while now since um, the the first set's been out. So don't we know it? Yeah, mm. it should have been a lot sooner, but Ben Miles just wasn't available. And by by the way, I'm sorry. There is a no I think you thought your phone was ringing, Benji, because there's a, there's a noise in the background here. It sounds like a speedboat, but I'm not that close to the water. <laughs> Oh, was that a second ago? There was like a big... Yeah, oh, it's yeah. going on now. Is it going on right Where now? I'm re recording from, I am sitting next to Darwin Airport and next to the Stuart Highway, the road that runs between Darwin and Adelaide. So there's a bit of traffic and a few wow. aeroplanes. Well, we haven't heard any of that so far. <laughs> Sorry, you can hear some scrunchy noises because I keep trying to adjust my volume. I'm just going to look to see what it is. That noise? Yeah, that's a car behind me. Yeah. Oh, it, it's Wessex Water doing something to our water supply. <laughs> I think they're installing a water meter. They told us they were going to do it. They also told us they were going to tell us when they were going to do it. And well, they're they going haven't. to tell us. They're well, going they to look tell out for us. The Cybermen, Crikey. via Mondas. <laughs> uh, but they haven't told us, and they've just done it. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so you mentioned the human frontier. Sorry, I, is this about Big Finish? I don't know, or is it about water? <laughs> what, what a lovely story it was. What a way to have a nice I, time. I did mention the human frontier, but I'd moved on to Callum. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's right, yes. Sorry, why is the human frontier <laughs> stuck in my mind? I'd, when's Callum out? I can't remember. It's soon, isn't it? It'll be out whenever my phone goes ding. <laughs> For me? <laughs> Have you got special special Callan alerts or big finish alerts? Yeah, September twenty twenty. Oh, not until September. Well, I said I recorded uh, my part as Hunter uh, during lockdown. Obviously, for that, that was fun to do. Mm. So not too far off then. Right, so let's go back to Dead Woman Walking and uh, one of our favourite uh, Twitter reviewers at Tom Housen1218 Dead Woman Walking from Big Finish by Roland Moore TV is a fantastic short trip that grips you from the start uh, The script is magnificent at showing Ace's faith in the Doctor during her time in the TARDIS and of course Sophie Aldred is as brilliant as ever and finally Dwayne do you have any views on Big Finish that you consider we might find controversial? We've already had a controversial thing about Aliens Among Us. What, what other controversial views have you got? Not, not necessarily bad? Not, it's up to you. Oh, controversial usually means bad, doesn't it? But it's not, it's well, not it too bad. That, it's not too bad. It's just a fanny-type yeah. uh, wish that I, that I would hope for uh, is that somehow Big Finish could get... Uh, the back catalogues of the Tomorrow People, Sapphire and Steel, and all the rest of the 2000 AD, and get them as download only. That'd be awesome uh, to get those because high quality yeah. stuff that you just can't get anymore. I know, I know. Um, I, I share your uh, controversial view. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes rights issues are rights issues and there's nothing we can do. Uh, 2000 AD in particular, I think uh, for people who've bought it, it's still available to them. Uh, but uh, no, the, um, the rights holders uh, didn't want us to continue. Um, and uh, likewise, you know, we've, we've tried with the others and, um, you know. Very sad, isn't it? I know it is, but you know we live in a very niche world, and it's very difficult for people sitting behind big, important desks in big, important offices to um, uh, want to, or even have the brain space to understand what's going on in our little world, because to to them, it's of little significance. So you know, I can understand hmm. uh, why, why they might not consider it a priority. But it is something we keep... It, it's not worth pushing on 2000 AD because we've had an absolute unequivocal answer on that and that will never change, unfortunately. Um, but on the others, you know, we do, as it were, tickle from time to time to try and um, find out. I'm sorry about the continuing uh, Wessex waterboard uh, noise. I, please, uh, we'll, uh, if you just go to wessexwater.com... I don't know what their address is, sorry. <laughs> Just go to your well, drain and shout down there. That'll get to them. <laughs> yes. Wherever you are in the world, just shout down a drain. Say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this noise on the Big Finish <laughs> podcast anymore. Little movie reference there. Dwayne, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, it's oh, been my pleasure. a pleasure having you here. And now I'm saying goodbye to you. The waterboard have stopped making a noise. It was obviously an anti-Australian protest. Must have by been. the Wessex water people. <laughs> Hopefully, during the editing, I will have muted as much of it as possible. 
Uh, will you pop by some other time in the future? Uh, if you ask me, Nick, yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I, I will ask you. So thank you. It's been a great pleasure having you. Um, certainly has. And enjoy the rest of your road trip as well. Thank I you. I hope it goes well. Thank you, me too. Well, I'll leave you. Is it What time is it now for you there? Um, oh, my laptop is on my other time. No, it's nearly 8pm, so it's early. It's still early. All right, oh, you've got oh, that's time okay. to have a fantastic evening. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Take care. Ta-da. And there goes Dwayne. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. And just as Dwayne goes, so do the reviews. They've vanished. They've gone. They've ceased to exist. They have fallen into a time vortex to be stirred into the bowels of the oblivion, whatever that means. Hold on to your keyboards because it's time now for listeners' emails. And just like that, the emails appear right in front of me. And there's loads of them. We've got heaps of them, all papers all over this room, everywhere. We can't read them all, but we'll certainly try. And we encourage you to send them to us. And if you want to send them to us, it's so simple. All you have to do is send them to podcast at bigfinish.com. That's podcast at bigfinish.com. First up, this one here from Amelia Emerson. Oh, Um, and and to welcome her in, Wessex Water have started up the noise again. (laughs) It was her all along. Um, Dear Nick and Benji, I started to listen to Big Finish last year, but over lockdown have binged lots of the monthly adventures and series one of the Eighth Doctor Adventures. I know you probably have many people saying this, but thank you so much for the amazing stories as they have made lockdown as fun as it can be. I downloaded all the free weekly audios and bought the first volume of Dark Eyes, which I absolutely loved. In capitals. Loved is in capitals, yeah. Paul McGann is incredible as the Doctor, and Molly O'Sullivan is already, after just four episodes, one of my favourite companions. Uh, After listening to the very early monthly range, I wanted to listen to more Bernice Summerfield, and was Mm -hmm. wondering if it was better to start with the series one of her first ever stories, or go... uh, for one of the newer box sets. I don't know who to ask, so I thought that you two would be able to offer some advice. Thank you again for the amazing adventures, and although I'm very late to the party, I can't wait to listen to more. Amelia Emerson. What a question. What a question. You are obviously the kind of person we're aiming for all the time. People who've who've not got round to us, but who decide to take the plunge. I don't know how to answer your Bernie Summerfield question. I mean... The obvious thing is to start at the beginning, but um, you'd probably be all right popping in any time. There are some little story arcs in there, but I think you're going to get them all anyway. So just maybe pick something that seems interesting to you and see if it begs any questions that you want to go out and find the answers to. That's a bit tantalising, isn't it? No, I, th- I think that's absolutely true. It's Bernie Summerfield stories, for the most part, are fairly easy to, to just get into, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you could start with um, the first box set, uh, Epoch, um, which will really nicely kind of lead you into it all as well. So, well, that, those are the new ones, aren't they? The new, they're the new ones, not yeah. not the original original ones. We're but yeah, the you original could. original ones. Yeah, then. Yeah, but yeah, try Epoch. Yeah. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Bernie Summerfield, Epoch, 
57 years after the year zero came to pass, the winged goddess came to the city of Atlantis. I'm guessing you'll be Ruth then. Yes, and of course you are Bernice. Praise Poseidon. There have been rumours about you, Bernice. You were our inspiration. Oh, I knew I liked you for a reason, Leo. So we're still on for the wedding then? Who sent you? That's the trouble. I can't really remember. This place confuses you, doesn't it, Benny? It's been a long time since anyone's called you that, hasn't it? Bloody hell are you? Maybe I should ask you the same question. See what you remember. I just want to go home. Back to my son. That isn't too much to ask, is it? Who are the Epoch? The Epoch? What does that mean? Change. Change that you historians will be at the forefront of. I am Gaudium of the Hierophant, and I must seek out Bernice Summerfield. Answers. That's why I became an archaeologist. Why, you became an historian, Ruth, too. I know the answers to those and so many other questions. I know you, Bernie Summerfield. Unanswered questions will pain you almost as much as your inevitable oncoming death. Right. I've got it. Having considered all our options... Yes? Leggett? The great leader. Could it have done this? This isn't something small. This is world-changing. This took a massive amount of power. She is close at hand. She now represents a danger to the scheme. Slow down. This is ridiculous. It just goes on and on forever. (sighs) No way out. The subject has reached the highest level. A Mars police helicopter? No way! That's mid-23rd century at least. Prepare for the scheme to begin its final phase. She is the one. Excuse me, can you tell me? Get away from the docks! It's coming! I've faced death so many times now. And I've never felt so helpless. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com so try many epoch or, or you know you try one of the um the big finish um stories as well that she features in you know the the, the actual mate doctor who oh yeah they're all well, big finish stories is, they're all big finish stories. i know that that's what i re- realized when i said it but try <laughs> try one of the more mainstream doctor who ones and, and see if you get into that it's a world mm. of adventures out there uh, next up, John McGee writes in uh, the big finish Bonnie Bonanza. He says, uh, Dear Nick and Benji, just wanted to drop you a line for the first time ever. Congratulations, Welcome John. to the gang. With a query about this week's Bonnie Langford sale, I've really enjoyed Bonnie's work with Big Finish over the years. Yeah, me too. She's brilliant. And you have all done a great job of making Mel a much more rounded and likeable character than she ever was on TV. I was therefore pleased to see this week's sale, especially as there were a few Mel releases on sale that plugged some holes in my collection. However, I was very disappointed to see that this was another sale that was restricted to downloads only. I know that you have touched on this before and that recent sales have been downloads only due to Big Finish's warehouse being closed during the pandemic. However, with the warehouse having recently reopened, I had hoped that we would get back to CDs being included in the sales. I understand that there is still likely to be a big backlog that warehouse staff are still working through, but I don't mind having to wait for CDs being sent out as I know I'll get them at some point in the future. And there's always the Big Finish app to listen to the stories in the meantime. I was just wondering if you could give us an idea of when CDs will start to be included in sales again, if ever. As a long time listener and collector, I'm still clinging to CDs for as long as you continue to produce them. And 
I'm reluctant to move to downloads just yet. Thanks for taking time to read this and please keep up the good work. Happy times and places, John McGee. Um, well, I had a chat to um, those involved in all this at Big Finish and the answer is we will resume having sales on CDs, but we don't have an exact date when that will happen, sorry to say. Our head of sales will make that determination and it will based on be based on A, when we've caught up with all of our back orders and B, when our warehouse staff will be able to once again process the increase in orders that a CD sale triggers, given the shift working patterns that we now have in place for staff safety. So all the staff are back, but they're working in um, smaller, shorter shifts with um, smaller numbers of people in place, you see. So it's difficult to deal with gigantic floods of orders so sorry about that they, they are John, still coming in though because i yeah. received my got it here in my hands look at that my copy oh, of stranded oh, you there. still get the cds do you i i stopped getting the cds a while ago because i just thought this is a cd mountain forming here <laughs> i have got an, an awful lot of stuff mounting up but um it's just quite nice to have them it's quite nice to, oh, they are it's quite nice to, to sit in a room on this computer looking at this computer knowing that the cds started their journey in some way on this computer made it all wackily around the world to composers going through all systems and then somehow ended back here on a physical format so i find that quite quite intriguing Mm. That's the inner workings of my mind there. Um, <laughs> the inner workings of his mind. Da, 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 da. Like a something in an ever spinning wheel. Um, and like, finally, then, we've got one here from Gary Gillespie. Um, the subject of this one is Doctor Who, a question. Oh. So I will give you Doctor Who an answer. Um, hello, really? Nick and Benji. My name hello. is Gary, and I wanted to say great work with the podcast every week. I particularly love when you both say goodbye in the style of Doctors. <laughs> My favourites being Tom Baker and yes, John Pertwee. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yes, well, quite bye. Yes, bye. Uh, yes. Don't storm out. Yes, yes. Uh, um, a couple of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of answers to Nick questions uh, posted a few weeks ago. Um, yes. I always buy physical CDs. Uh, because as a Doctor Who fan, we like to collect and look at things. True, true. But I listen to 95% of the stories on download. My favourite non-Doctor Who story until a few months ago was Star Cops. But now it's the brilliant time slip. Ah, ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. The barrier has appeared again. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Time slip. The age of the death lottery. A bubble of time, a bubble that drifts outside of the rules of normal physics across other time phases. What's that? I was heading for the steps when I bumped into it. People might even find themselves caught inside one of these bubbles. It's like a wall, an invisible wall. I thought they were really exciting, real edge of the seat stuff, and I'm so looking forward to more new time slip. <laughs> I just have one question to ask Nick. Yes. Does he ever think it would be possible to do a Doctor Who box set uh, with more of an adult theme down the horror route or something? Like Doctor Who meets Blade. It's, it's wow. obvious to say down the tortured route, but it would be amazing. Uh, keep up the good work, guys. Hope to see you at Big Finish Day in 2021. Cheers, Gary Gillespie. Thank Aha. you, Gary. Yes, Big Finish Day 2021 next May, isn't it? Oh, let's hope that 
everything's fine for that. Uh, Ooh, you probably so. know that there's a there was a virtual Big Finish Day yesterday, as you're listening to this, uh, on Saturday, the 1st of August. I hope you were able to enjoy that. And who knows, it might still be hanging around on YouTube for maybe a few days. You might be able to catch it now if you didn't catch it yesterday. I'm, I'm just saying it's possible. Um, your question. Uh, no, I would say we wouldn't do more adult stuff in Doctor Who because there are very key branding rules from the BBC based on the, the Doctor Who brand values and uh, I think doing something more horror based. We can certainly go a bit more spooky and a bit more, oh, you know, jump and run and hide kind of thing. But I don't think we could do anything really nasty and horrible it's just not you know it's it's not what doctor who is i feel sorry we'll if to, that disappoints you I have to read your your virgin uh, novel adventures for that one if you want to get it a bit more on the adult side i think yes back in the day when there wasn't um, uh, such a um, uh, coherent brand identity let's put it that way uh, that's it for the emails this week but do keep them coming to um podcast at big finish dot com well it's time now to go behind the scenes with adam adamant lives volume two face off what did you say sorry i said face off i was doing oh. I, do, I was doing the face he covers his mouth doesn't he <laughs> it's a bit of a stupid thing to do because, <laughs> because <laughs> even when he's threatening adam you know don't do that adam says what what are you saying i said don't do that so that was what? quite I mean, going behind the scenes there, that's quite a difficult thing for us to work out because we did get them to put their hands over their faces. But, yeah, there's certain ways of doing it. You can do it like that, so that's all right. But if you do it like you can't hear voices. <laughs> Interestingly, if I go from like that and just move my finger down a slight bit, you can hear... Yeah. I'm boring myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of my catchphrases. It is, I know. Oh, off we go. Hello, I'm Guy Adams, and I wrote Adam Adamant Lives, uh, second box set. With the first box set, I was determined to try and uh, cram a lot of experience into it. I mean, I mean the, the third episode opens with a sense that you've missed oodles of adventures, uh, and each episode felt different. It was it covered a lot of space. When it came to doing the second box set, I was determined to, again, change that because uh, it's just interesting to me to keep altering it. So it, all three episodes sort of coalesce into, into one story. And I can't go home because he's there, and that's terribly complicated. Yeah, he needs committing. Hello, it's Nick Briggs here, and I'm the director of Adam Adamant Lives, Volume 2. Excellent. And cute. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. It's about him. Of course it is. Isn't it always about a him? It's about Adam. I mean, I'm always fighting in any job I do, and not out of laziness, sincerely, folks, to do as little as possible, because I want there to be... I don't want to be the person who's constantly telling people what to do, because I don't think that's creative. It's allowing people to be creative and just working with them that's best. You know, inevitably, a lot of my time is taken up with me telling people what to do, but not on this production, actually. I just every now and again discover something that just needs honing and sharpening. And I say, oh, and it's great having Guy here because I say, I know what's missing here. It's like a joke. 
in that, you know, humour and comedy only works if there's certain beats in a line or certain elements of information that lead to the funny line. I remember working with the legendary Henry Normal from Baby Cow Productions who worked with um, Steve Coogan and watching him just go through a comedy script and say... Yeah, that would be funny if you add one more element in there. There just has to be one more thing he says before he says that, and then that will make your final line funny. And the same thing is true of drama, actually. And we had a moment today when we realised that Margot had to say something else in order to make it clear who she was talking to. But that something else, that those insults had to have certain beats in them, and it took us all a while to work it out. And that's when I feel that um, you know, that's what I'm doing in a job like this. I'm finding those moments and just sorting them out on the spot, really. My name is Blake Ritson and I play Adam Adamant. What a life, what an existence. Born to do a single thing well and blasted to smithereens for doing it. What hope have any of us? Oh, you're stinking out the place with the torpid whiff of metaphor. Kindly stop it. It clings to the curtains. We pick up the beginning of season two. Uh, Adam Adamant, still convinced that Georgina is dead. I suppose he's, he's grieving, really, at the beginning of season two. So he's become something of a recluse. He's holed up in his lavish apartment, developing mild agoraphobia, refusing to go outside. He's decreed that he's given up his crime-fighting ways. And he's, yes... He's a somewhat defeated individual at the beginning of this season, I think. My name is Millie Thomas, and I have the privilege of playing Miss Georgina Jones. No, Georgina! Georgina! Liar. He's a liar. He always was. As an actor, it's a really interesting task, especially when you're jumping around between scenes, because then each time you get a new scene, you're thinking, right, where am I in this particular place and time? Who do I trust? Who don't I trust? And to convey that all with just your voice, it's a really, really interesting thing. And to see those loyalties get pushed and pulled and to fluctuate and then to try and centre yourself, you know, with where, with regards to where you are in the script. So it's an interesting one. And you can catch up with Adam and Adam and Adam and Adam John Adam Adam and Libs, Volume Two, or indeed Volume One, just by going to bigfinish.com and typing Adamant into the search pane at the top. Yeah, that's the thing with the debris round. Uh, that'll also direct you to the first free episode of Volume One of Adam Adam and Libs, and several podcasts about this slice of 60s nostalgia yes fond memories of adam adamant lives volume two in the middle of a heat wave working on that one when do you remember uh, when it was really 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 design. hot yes yeah. and uh, that's all i remember it was like doing the sound design inside a tin can it was that hot <laughs> um we got there in the end though um time now of course for us to offer you a 25 percent discount on a randomly selected big finish release Yes, it's the Randomoid Selectatron! Wow. Okay. Well, interesting one this week. Interesting. Star Trek Prometheus in the oh, Heart okay. of Chaos. A yeah. very different one for us. That big Star finish, of course. Trek. Finally being able to do a little bit of Star Trek, which is always nice. Star Trek Prometheus. Which one was it? Heart of Chaos. In the Heart of Chaos. Well, there you go. Uh, here's a little extract from that. November 25th, 2385. USS Prometheus. In orbit around Iad. 
Solar System Lembata Cluster. We must bombard this being from orbit. It's our only option. Krom, son of Kath, rested his fists on the table surface as he stared across the USS Prometheus's conference table at Captain Richard Adams with dark eyes. No, Adams shook his head. That is not our only option, Captain. It's the only reliable and safe one. The Klingon pointed at the semi-transparent holographic image that was hovering above the centre of the table. It was just our chance to slightly dip into Star Trek through a very strange circuitous route through a, a German company that had translated this, had the rights to do uh, audio books in different languages, and uh, they gave us a licence to do this. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't mean that we can do further Star Trek stuff, but we're... I am particularly sincerely committed to finding a way for that to happen at Big Finish. So if anyone from the Star Trek world is listening and can help, please, please get in touch. It'd be a match made in heaven, wouldn't it? It'd be an absolute match made in heaven. I'm always putting out little feelers. Yeah, yeah, but there you go. One can dream, one can dream. Well, there we go. Um, it's very easy to get your discount. Would you like me to, to tell oh, okay. them how? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's up to you. you. Know, not, that had slipped my mind, to be honest, so you better say, yeah, 25% off. Well, it's super easy, so don't worry. You go to bigfinish.com. Once you're there, you can browse the fantastic page, including our featured releases, which uh, we do occasionally. Um, you can head to uh, podcasts on the menu. Nick's about to yawn. Nick's yawning right now. It's that boring. Um, you go to the first page here, which <laughs> you're is... You're not meant to tell people I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> latest podcast from Big Finish. Um, you click read more, and then it will take you to the page. And in the little blurb at the bottom, it will say, just click here and enter the code buck up. That's buck up, all capital letters, no spaces, no complications. And when you enter it on that page that says here, um, you will get your discount. So there we go. It's, uh, it's well worth doing to just get a couple of pennies off and mm. try new things that perhaps you'd be slightly, you, you know, on the fence thinking, well, do I want to get that? Do I want to? Yeah, now's the chance to say, oh, well, there's a couple of pounds off. Why not? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's more than a couple of pennies, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's 25%. It's a quarter. It's a, uh, yeah, it's a whole quarter. A whole quarter, does that make sense? <laughs> I meet you in the whole quarter. <laughs> Don't call me quarter. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that one, Ran. Always a pleasure, mm. never a chore. Yes. Sadly, though, it is time for us to say goodbye. Maybe in the style of somebody who's woken up after having been frozen um, in Victorian times. In fact, Nick, can I can I do the other thing? You you do the goodbyes and can I can I open it with the line that's in the original Adam Adamant, which is the man finding the block of ice and going, Here! There's a man in a block of ice Then you say goodbye. Okay. Okay, can we do that? Here! There's a man in a block of ice Goodbye. Much better. That's, I just wanted to do that. Just felt necessary. Yeah, There's a man frozen in a block of ice. As if it's something very... Not, even though he sounds completely shocked by the idea of a man in a block of ice, it still somehow sounds like something he's seen before. Yeah, like he's going to say, again. <laughs> again! Move the digger. Move the digger. <laughs> this keeps... Do you know, the other week, I was in the quite mass in the pit and I found a skull. <laughs> in the bottom bo- of the tubes. Again, another one. And, and then there's a spaceship. And, and, that cra- <laughs> and that same crane has fallen over again for the fifth time. Again. In I another mean, film. We did it in black and white, and then we had to come back and do it in colour. 
Again. Again. <laughs> and it all turned out we were des- descending from Mars. Again. Again. <laughs> the man who has experienced everything more than once. Again. <laughs> and while we're away, again, uh, why not join the crime-finding capers, no, uh, crime-fighting capers of Adam Adamant, Georgina Jones and William E. Sims. But things are not quite what you'd expect in Adam Adamant Lives, a slight case of reincarnation by Guy Adams, starring Blake Ritson and Millie Thomas. None of it's what you think. None of it's real. You have to trust in what you know. Don't let them tell you what's what or what's not, because, believe me, the end is nigh. I was writing a book. Haven't touched it for a while. Even before all this. This. There didn't seem to be much point, you see. It was about a Victorian adventuress. She solved crime. She was a hero. She was... Well, quite clearly she was wish fulfilment. But my wishes were being fulfilled. That was the thing. I was doing it. Really doing it. Fighting crime. Having fun. But then I died. And after that, things became somewhat less reliable. Especially me. You ready? Ready. Let's go. But this isn't about me. Not anymore. It's about him. Of course it is. Isn't it always about a him? It's about Adam. Good morning, City and Colonial Bank, Miss Fordyce speaking. How may I be of assistance? Put that down. And who are you supposed to be? Dick Turpin? Put it down, or I'll shoot. With that thing? A flintlock? Probably hasn't been fired for centuries. There are two things you need to know about this gun. Firstly, (coughs) it fires beautifully. And the second thing, I carry a pair. Silence! Play fair with those and you'll leave it alive. Or, to put it another way, your money or your life. It's about how he was finally broken. And remember, any sight of the police and the death of little Miss Ginger here will be on your conscience. Keep moving, beautiful. (laughs) It's about the end of Adam Adamant. Who's this idiot? He nearly had us over. <laughs> Before you rob a bank, you really should find out who lives up the street. You don't recognise the car? Well, that belongs to... Oh. You know, she looks disappointed. Think she was expecting someone else. <sighs> Once again, my entrance is met with complete and savage disinterest. Adam Adam, 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 
theatre. I'm listening. Of course you are. What about theatre? It's half of it, isn't it? Hmm. Fighting crime? Theatre. I've seen how you enter a room. Everyone's seen how he enters a room. The blind were known to gasp in ecstasy. Precisely. Theatre. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yes, you do. Theatre. You can keep saying it. That doesn't mean I'll understand. Because you're being obtuse. He's a natural. Doesn't even know he's doing it. Doing what? All right, so there's a room full of thugs, mm. all armed with guns, oh. crowbars. Mm. Socks filled with marbles. Socks filled with marbles. My marbles. So recently lost. <laughs> this room, lethal, wall-to-wall peril, ne'er-do-wells a-go-go. You enter that room and the fight's already over. I can assure you. It isn't. It is, because you enter with such confidence, such strength. Presence. Presence. Carry Grant, a bunch of fives at the ready. You have to carry yourself a certain way. That's true, I suppose. One wishes to exude a certain... Confidence. Theatre. Theatre. Get out of our way, or the girl gets it. Oh dear, these two have been reading American pulp literature. Every page a sun-baked slice of chewy beef doused in dialogue of vinegar. You talk too much. Uh, once I was paid to do so, now you get it for free. Uh, think of it as an act of kindness and a distraction. You see, a darling Lena here, the doyenne of the doorstaff at the Lucky 13 discotheque, is a woman of action. Not words. Do you like me to shoot at anything other than the guns they're holding? Uh, were holding. That state exists blissfully in the past tense. Once again, I am struck dumb by your marksmanship. Sharpshooting Sal would still have her name on theatre billboards, Sims, my love. If that is variety weren't as dead as Shakespeare. How dare you? The bard is immortal. Uh, do you surrender? You should. You really, really should. <laughs> business. You sure you won't have one? My dear, I'm theatrical to the marrow, yet even I bulk at breakfast whiskey. Oh, don't start. I'm having a rough time at the moment. Aren't we all? What, him? Up there in his penthouse, your boss? He's not my boss. Does he pay you to live with him? Because, honestly, love, that makes you one of only a handful of things. I'd settle for boss if I were you. If you must know, I'm his... Oh... I don't know, not anymore. Well, we're certainly not his replacements, love. Don't get me wrong, I love a bit of rough and tumble. These little escapades are fun, but I'm not making a career out of it. I've already got a job, minding the door on this place. It pays. Someone has to keep an eye on things. Yes, love, they are called the police. Oh, the police don't cope, Lena, you know that. Love, none of us cope. Your boss on the top floor can't bear to leave the building. You compensate for God knows what by flouncing around the city like you're Simon Templar and I'm boozing before ten in the morning. Cope is something we can only dream of. Oh, don't go off in a sulk. Sulk? Me? I gave up on sulking the day after they gave the part of James Bond to a Scottish bodybuilder. Life goes on, dearest Lena, and we all make the best of it. I'm going upstairs to try and talk some sense into Adam. You're on a hide into nothing. And yet, ever the optimist, off I go to try.
morning. I see you've attempted to make yourself a cup of coffee again. When will I learn? Seemingly never. It could be worse. I could be Luna One. I beg your pardon? It's been orbiting the moon for months. The Americans put it there. Just imagine. Round and round it goes for months. Do you know how they brought it back? I'm weak at the knees at the thought of finding out. They didn't. They crashed it into the moon. Just like that. <laughs> months and months going round and round, behaving, doing as one is told, doing what one is born to do, and then... Boom! You do know there was nobody on board. It was simply taking photographs. And look at the thanks it got. What a life. What an existence. Born to do a single thing well and blasted to smithereens for doing it. What hope have any of us? Oh, you're stinking out of the place with the torpid whiff of metaphor. Kindly stop it. It clings to the curtains. <sighs> Lena and I fought a bank robbery this morning. Lena. Uh, she works on the door in the club. The club? On the ground floor. You hadn't noticed? Mm, I thought the building seemed excessively exuberant lately. Have I met this Lena? Uh, no, you would remember, I assure you. Uh, imagine a bison in denim smelling of scotch and the promise of bruises. Must I? You know, most people would be asking about the bank robbery, not Lena. Bank robberies are commonplace. Uh, these certainly are. The third in a week where the robbers are disguised as highwaymen. No? Not worthy of comment? I'm reading a review of Sergio Leone's new moving picture, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. It's his follow-up to the Dollars films. Clint Eastwood, cigarette stain covered in iron filings. A few showers more. That would do everyone involved the world of good. Are you going to continue being annoying? I don't concern myself with crime in the city. You know that. Yes, leaving the uh, rest of us to stick our necks out instead. Thank you for that. I made no request that you should take my place. Indeed, I would rather you didn't. As with the two gentlemen so determined to rob the city and colonial bank this morning, I'm sure. You know my feelings on the subject. You're attempting to suggest my refusal to engage in the business is putting you in danger, which is unfair, insulting even. I have turned my back on fighting crime in order to preserve the safety of others. It's not working, so stop being an ass and lend a hand. Look, you still get letters. Dear Mr. Adamant, my name is Gloria Kirby. I just know that my nurse is stealing from me, and one day I'm sure she means to kill me. Dear Mr. Adamant, my name is Elliot Tring. I'm being followed home from work every day by someone wearing a long, dark coat and a wide-brimmed hat. If I challenge them, they run away. Dear Mr. Adamant, my name is Howard Vernon, and I am one of the foremost collectors of Dassard memorabilia in the world. I am quite convinced someone intends to rob me. I will not be bullied. I do as I wish. You do nothing. When was the last time you even left the apartment? Are you my keeper? No, your friend. You're in pain, Adam, terrible pain, but atrophying in that armchair won't solve anything. You need to breathe air. You need purpose. You need to move on. You sound like the agony aunt in my paper. Dear Doris, my manservant refuses to see common sense. Manservant? <sighs> no. Friend. It's just... Oh, William, I'm scared. I know you are. But the longer you stay here, the worse it'll get. You do know that, don't you? Yes. 
So go out. We'll, we'll both go. I'll take you to lunch. No. No, no, I'll... I'll not lunch, nothing so. I'll just go for a quiet stroll, yes. We're running low on Lapseng Sushong. I shall walk as far as Edwards, buy a few things, and then walk back. Half an hour, no longer. You sure you don't want me to come with you? I'm Adam Adamant, hero to the crown. I really ought to be able to leave my apartment without being struck so short of breath. And I shall! Hope he doesn't get knocked down by a bus. I'd feel a positive heel. Now, now, there's nothing here to harm you. She showed you that. It's all just a toothless cacophony, an empty roar. Oh, there are things out here that want to harm you. I can assure you. I'm here for one. Aren't you always? How I wish to be rid of you. Wish, wish, wish. If anyone can banish me, it's you. How do people bear it? The sound of this modern world. You liked it for a while. A symphony of exuberance, you called it. Did I? You did. She laughed. <gasps> Miss Jones. Nothing seemed quite so loud then, so aggressive. Oh, this world is always out to get us. Its air is glass shards and razor blades. The light burns. The sound deafens. Shadows pull themselves across the earth like tarpits, ready to slither and smother and choke. The cars are screaming beasts waiting to pound and smear and crack and crunch. The people look in their eyes. They're also haunted, so filled with poison brimming to the throat, with toxic babbling regret and misery. They're so angry, so bitter. They want to fight, always fight. The rats poured into a barrel, biting and tearing and fighting and trying to stay alive. Stop it! I can't think! You should have died. That would have been easier, don't you think? You should have died. Never have been born again into this screaming place. Or maybe that car should have killed you. Remember, it seemed to come out of nowhere. The lights breathing you hot, liquid light, electric fire, burning and sizzling in the scream of horns and brakes. Alone, the Tamakatum rolled and grated by grit. A man out of time waiting to die a century too late. <laughs> but I didn't. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I mean, why not? You know. You can find us at Butlins for the summer season. <laughs> Just put my red coat on.